the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Drag Queen Story Time time. Uh, not really, but uh, I did see a couple of things on the Internet today that I wanted to run by you. And this is one of those days when I wish this was TV. Um, I saw a video of a Drag Queen Story Time. I don't know where it was. Uh, I mean, I don't know what state it was in, but it was a little girl, five or six, I'm guessing. She's sitting in a chair by herself with lots of adults behind her, sitting in tables at tables. Uh, men and women, she's sitting there on the floor in just a chair by herself with the people behind her. Um, and, by the way, uh, there's men and women behind her. But you can see this video on my Twitter feed, at Stagger World. You really need to check it out. So it's a man dressed as a woman with really short, short shorts, with his butt cheeks hanging out. He's dancing in front of this little girl, dancing like a stripper. Uh, part of his routine includes kind of crouching and approaching her with his hips grinding. Little girl looks really uncomfortable. And there's a woman standing next to the little girl. I'm guessing her mother. Uh, and she's smiling and clapping, clapping with her hands over her head. She's just loving the whole thing. The, indul- the adults, including lots of men, uh, also clapping and laughing. They just think it's wonderful. Now, somehow these adults think it's a good idea and a big part of the show is watching little girl uh, for her reaction uh, to the to the creep who's uh, dancing. Uh, so they put this little girl in the center of the room, made her the center of attention, and they're using her for their entertainment. Her reaction to this drag queen is what they're there for. It's just her sitting there, her mother staring at her. I think it's her mother, and it's and the people are think it's. They, they're laughing, and they think it's just wonderful. Now, how sick is this? And when I see scenes like this, and they're out there, uh, they're all over the place. Uh, it's amazing how many of them uh, there are. I always ask my two, myself two questions. And, and by the way, again, check it out at Steiger World. But the two questions I ask myself, is there one conservative or Republican in that audience? One. And number two, I've never gotten an answer to this. Uh, I, I've asked it here many times, and if you have one, uh, an answer to this, give me a call, 844-302-1250. And uh, feel free to call if you'd like to uh, justify this insanity, too. Uh, but that's the number, 844-302-1250. So my question is, why is it when we're told that this is wonderful for the kiddies, because it shows them that they can be anything they want to be, and that sex has nothing to do with biology, it's just an attitude. Why is it that I've never seen a show for the kid? If that's the case, why is it that I've never seen a show for the kiddies that includes a woman who is as masculinized as the drag queens are feminized? They're men, feminized. Why don't we get women masculinized, if that's a word? I've seen too many drag queen story times to count, but I've never seen one with a butch woman. You know, crew cut, work boots, moving around like a man, uh, I don't know, spitting farting, I don't know, whatever obnoxious men do, why are the kiddies only getting half the perversion? Why is that? Aren't they getting cheated here? Again, check the video out, and I think you'll agree that it's child abuse, and uh, it's what we'll get more of if the Democrats ever completely take over. Because as I said, there is no way there is a Republican or a conservative sitting in that audience of parents, by the way, who brought their kids uh, we only see the one kid, but I'm guessing that there are a bunch of other kids there to watch this. But they put the one little girl there in the center, and then you can see them all looking at her to really get a big, a nice chuckle out of her bewilderment, shock, whatever, un- just being generally uncomfortable at the sight of this idiot. And that brings me to the next thing that caught my eye today, and it's kind of the same theme. It's a video of Taylor Swift. Now, again, I wish we were doing TV. Um, 
I, I can describe the video for you. Taylor Shift, uh, Swift is uh, made up to be a man. So well that if you weren't told it was Taylor Swift, you'd never know. No way on this earth you would know if you just saw the video and didn't know that you were about to watch a Taylor Swift song in a video. You would not know it's her. And all through the video, the man that and played by Taylor Swift is displaying nothing but toxic masculinity, including man-spreading on a subway while smoking a cigar, and then uh, a quick shot of him peeing on the subway station wall with people walking by. You know, men do that all the time. And, uh, and, it, and it just, if you need to go, men just, that's what they do. That's kind of what we do. It's, you know, toxic masculinity. Anyway, here's a sampling of the lyrics. Here's the song. Put in the work. They wouldn't shake their heads and question how much of this I deserve. What I was wearing, if I was rude. Could I'll be separated from my good ideas and power moves. And they would toast to me, let the players play. I'd be just like Leo in Saint Tropez. I'm so sick of running as fast as I can. Wondering if I'd get there quicker if I was a man. And I'm so sick of them coming at me again. Cause if I was a man. She'd be a man, and um, of course, that's what men do. They can do whatever they want. They no reason to act uh, decently, or they just do whatever they want. Sit on the subway with their legs spread as far as they want. Uh, pee, whatever you need, you can do it. And you know, Taylor Swift started out as a country singer. She's, I think, she's from Nashville. She started out as a country singer, and she's very good at it. She's really, um, a uh, really talented. And uh, but here it is the one time when a woman is is portrayed as a man as I was speaking about and don't see it that often and everything everything is obnoxious and toxic and it's too bad that uh, what Taylor Swift has become as I said you know she's made hundreds of millions of dollars she is ridiculously talented but now that she's made enough money that she doesn't have to worry about alienating a good percentage of her fans ah, so what if conservatives Republicans don't like her she can preach. And become a typical showbiz creep, you know, who should just shut up and sing. Her video made her a strong candidate for Jerk of the Week, by the way. It is Friday. But she didn't win it. We'll tell you who did when we come back. And in our second half hour, by the way, a guy who Bernie Sanders should meet. This guy is leasing a robot that he invented that can flip hamburgers in a fast food restaurant. And if you own a fast food restaurant and you want to use it, it costs you about $3 an hour. Stick around. They blow into town with the wind, rain, and hail. And out-of-town storm chasers going door-to-door, often posing as a local company, offering a quick fix to desperate homeowners. If you've had damage to your roof, windows, siding, or gutters and downspouts, you may be eligible to get them replaced or repaired free of charge. Just be careful who you call. Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers. With over 50 years in home remodeling, Windows R Us is the area's premier exterior replacement company for roofs siding, gutters and downspouts, doors, and of course windows. If damage isn't your issue and you just want something new, you'll love their no-pressure approach, no hidden fees, and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry. A company who will never skip town when it comes to honoring their warranty. Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. Mention STAG for an additional 10% off. Windows R Us, proud sponsor of the Jerk of the Week, heard every Friday on the John Steigerwald Show. WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. 
I'm Andy Solomon. Rideshare platforms have evolved to provide riders with even better experiences. Sheriff John Wetzel, chairman of the National Sheriff's Association Traffic Safety Committee and former president of the International Association of Chiefs of Police, explains. Companies like Lyft are making rider safety a priority by continuously screening their drivers. Before getting into any car, riders should match the license plate, car model, and driver's name with what's shown in the app. During your ride, you can share your location and route with your family and friends. According to Wetzel, communities where Lyft is available have also seen lower rates of impaired driving and fatal crashes. For example, Miami-Dade police announced that there was a 65% decline in impaired driving arrests in 2017 compared to the four prior years, thanks in part to ride-sharing. Nationally, 71% of Lyft riders say they are less likely to drive while impaired because of the availability of ride-sharing services. For more information, visit Lyft.com. If you're in HR, you're probably wearing a lot of hats. Recruiter, team builder, trainer, mediator, policymaker, and of course, paper pusher. But not anymore. Bamboo HR is the number one HR software for small and medium businesses. It manages all your employee data easily and automates countless tasks so you can focus on people, not paperwork. Bamboo HR frees you from spreadsheets so you can do your real job, creating a great place to work. If the data shuffle and paperwork mountain have you ready to hang up all your hats, you're ready for Bamboo. If you handle HR records and paperwork, Bamboo HR is a dream. Let us free up your time and put your days of pushing paperwork behind you so you can focus on the people and making your company a great place to work for everyone. Try PC Magazine's top pick for HR software free today. Just go to BambooHR.com slash radio. This is a limited offer only available to radio listeners at BambooHR.com slash radio. That's BambooHR.com slash radio. I'm doing it all. The water, the fiber, the exercise. But I still have constipation with belly pain, straining, and bloating that keeps coming back. My doctor said I may have a chronic medical condition called irritable bowel syndrome with constipation, or IBSC. Linzess, linaclotide, is a prescription medication that treats adults with IBS with constipation. Linzess helps relieve belly pain and lets you have more frequent and complete bowel movements. Individual results may vary. Do not give to children less than 6, and it should not be given to children 6 to less than 18. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Talk to your doctor and learn more at Linzess.com. That's L-I-N-Z-E-S-S dot com. Or call 1-800-LINZESS. Sponsored by Allergan Pharmaceuticals and Ironwood Pharmaceuticals. This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250. The answer. And now it's time for the Jerk of the Week. Starring John Steigerwald. Yeah, as I said, Taylor Swift could have won it, but she'll have to take it up with Joe Biden, who said this during the Democrats debate Tuesday night. 150 million people have been killed since 2007 when Bernie voted to exempt the gun manufacturers from liability. More than all the wars, including Vietnam, from that point on. Carnage on our street, and I want to tell you, if I'm elected and I'm coming for you, and gun manufacturers, I'm going to take you on, and I'm going to beat you. I'm the only one who's done it. Yeah, you're the only one, Joe. Yeah, this is the guy who would uh, could j- be jumping back into the race, becoming a, c- a contender again if he can win big in South Carolina tomorrow. And he, he said that half of the population of America had been killed by guns in the last 12 years. That's what, what he said amounted to, okay? And he heard, you heard him, he blamed it on Bernie Sanders, his fault. Of course, his campaign had to scramble to explain that what Joe really meant was 150,000 when he was talking about all the Americans uh, killed in wars, uh, which is just as dumb, maybe actually dumber than his first mistake, uh, and a phony explanation, when there were over 600,000 killed in World War One, World War Two, the Korean War, and Vietnam. So he said, uh, he's now trying to say that it was 150,000 in all the wars. That would include the Civil War, uh, the Revolutionary War, the War of 1812, the Mexican, uh, uh, the U.S., the American-Mexican, whatever it's called, the Mexican-American War. What is it? Mexican? Mexican, I don't know. I forget what it's called, the Mexican War. Um and anyway, it's, uh, it adds up to like a million, okay, if you add all those in there. 
Um, and uh, Joe also looked into the camera there. You heard him say he's coming after the gun manufacturers. So it won't be the last time Joe wins this award, but he gets it this week. Joe Biden, the Windows are Us Jerk of the Week. The Jerk of the Week is brought to you by Windows R Us, Pittsburgh's premier exterior replacement company. Expert repair and replacement for windows, roofs, siding, doors, gutters, and downspouts. Why pay double? Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. Yeah, so as long as we're talking about, about Joe Biden, I just, I just spotted this just now. I'm, I'm reading it to you as I'm seeing it. Uh, at the Daily Caller, the headline is, <laughs> this is just, I mean, I, I don't have to read the story. This is the headline. It, it just, I, I guess it just went up at the Daily Caller. Joe Biden says he, quote, became a professor after leaving White House. He never taught a class. <laughs> so let's see what it says here. Vice President uh, claims he became a professor after leaving the White House in 2017. But reports from the Times say neither he nor the university that hired him expected him to teach any classes. And students and faculty were confused about what he would be doing. He's the vice president of the United States, or, you know, former. Biden made the claim Wednesday, yesterday, at a campaign event in Georgetown, South Carolina. He said, uh, he said, I became a teacher, became a professor, rather than taking a Wall Street job. This guy, it's just... Uh, I'm just reading this for the first time. Um, this what a phony this guy is. He, he pushes himself as this this um, blue collar guy, regular Joe Biden, and you know we don't know what his. We're, we're going to find out at some point exactly how much money his family uh, made, uh, not if, if not illegally, unethically at various spots around the world. Because of his connection to the U.S. government and, you know, Hunter Biden and the $80,000 a month and all that stuff. Uh, but he made the, made the claim yesterday, apparently, uh, in Georgetown. But he says, I, you know, I didn't take a Wall Street job. I'm a regular guy. I don't want to buy who? Money to me? Money, that doesn't mean anything to me. I, I want to give back. So I'm going to go to the college. I'm going to go to a college and I'm going to teach them everything that I've learned. Uh, and, uh, it's all phony. So it says the University of Pennsylvania did indeed make Biden the Benjamin Franklin presidential practice professor in 2017, but neither the school nor Biden expected him to teach any classes, according to comments at the time. He will not be teaching classes, Biden spokesperson Kate Bedingfield said back in 2017. An article at the Daily Pennsylvania, I guess that's the school newspaper, featured the headline, No one is... <laughs> No one is really sure what Joe Biden will be doing at Penn. How's that for a headline? Nobody, no one is really sure what Joe, but he here he is three years later, and he's saying, I went to University of Pennsylvania, and I was, I'm not interested in a Wall Street job and make money and off my name and my position for the last eight years as vice president of the United States. I'm going to University of Pennsylvania and teach the young people of this country. And <laughs> the headline says, no one is really sure what Joe Biden will be doing at Penn. And here, again, this is, the, um, this is um, another example of how stupid this guy is. Um, it, 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 like when he said the other night, uh, Tuesday night, that 150 million people have been killed by guns in America since 2007, which is like half the, little, almost half the population. So that's dumb enough. Unbelievably stupid thing to say. So he gets called on it immediately because it was such an unbelievably stupid thing to say. And his staff somebody on his staff puts out an explanation and says well what he was really talking about there was he really meant to say 150,000 well then as i told you a few minutes ago if you look up the numbers of people killed number of um, americans killed in the various wars it's it's like uh it, it adds up to about a million if and if you just take 
go back to World War One and do World War One, World War Two, Korea and Vietnam. It's like six hundred thousand. So for him to say that only one hundred fifty thousand people were killed in all those wars, including World War One and World War Two, it makes him look even dumber than he did when he made the original statement. So it, it, the stupidity is compounds itself. And and this remember, this is a guy who's uh, if if you ask the average media person who doesn't work at Fox or at conservative talk radio, they will tell you how dumb Donald Trump is, and they will uh, they will give Joe Biden a pass on all that. Ah, it's just Joe being Joe. So the University of Penn announced, University of Pennsylvania announced Biden's hiring on February 7th, just a week after he left office. And by the end of February, Biden's role was, quote, still uncertain and being ironed out. That's according to university spokesperson Stephen McCarthy. Uh, that's what they told the Pennsylvania. So uh, one student at the time wrote what that U, U Penn was paying Biden to essentially do. <laughs> to, to assess, this is written in the paper. Joe, they are paying the vice president to, quote, essentially do nothing but sporadically show his face on campus. So that's what Joe was doing. He, he went back. He didn't want to go to Wall Street. I want to know what he's paying. Oh, I, I see. I'm going to tell you in a minute how much they paid him, and you're going to, you're going to like it. Because uh, I'm just reading this now as I'm seeing it. The student was uh, not far from the truth. Biden appeared on the UPenn campus four times to make speeches three years ago in 2017. Are you following this? This is Joe Biden, Mr. Regular Joe. He made another four speeches in 2018, and Penn paid him $776,527 for his trouble. Let me see. I add that up. I think four and four is eight, uh, and 776000 is almost eight hundred. So every time Joe, who didn't want a job on Wall Street where he'd have to actually, you know, put a coat and tie on and go to work and, you know, walk into an office somewhere. Yeah, he wasn't going to do that. He wanted to go back to the University of Pennsylvania and give back to the youth of America at $100,000 a pop over two years. $776,000 for his trouble. Uh, that's nearly double the average salary for everyday professors, according to uh, phillymag.com. And then it says here when the Daily Caller asked whether Biden had, in fact, taught any courses since being hired, UPenn Vice Provost for Faculty, Anita Allen, did not list any, saying his work was instead based in Washington. And you know, um, Vice President Biden was hired principally to lead the Washington, D.C. Penn Center, which opened in 2018, she said, clarifying that he began a leave of absence in April 2019. Al emphasized that it is not unusual for a Penn faculty member to engage in something other than ordinary classroom teaching as their primary responsibility. The Biden campaign, of close, of course, did not immediately respond to a question uh, for a, to a request for a, a comment. Say so. Uh, so um, there's your boy, Joe Biden, and he's probably going to win South Carolina. That's what all the predictions are. And there's another uh, story here that I was going to get to, but I'm not going to have time. Uh, just maybe throw it out here. You know, what what, <laughs> what Joe said the other night at, uh, at the end of um, at one of his events, uh, he, he, he said, um, the, he said, this is what, well, I'll give you the quote. No man has the right to lay a hand on a woman for any other reason than self-defense. And then he's speaking to a group. This is what he said. If someone in this room got up, <laughs> took off all her clothing, and walked out the door, nobody has a right to touch her. This is the guy who was president or vice president of the United States, wants to be president. And speaking of that, here's a guy, Bernie Sanders, who also – oh, we're not, we don't have time for that? Okay, we were gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna play the soundbite. I'll play it for you after the break. Aaron tells me I only have a minute left. When we come back, I, I, I was gonna play you the soundbite of Bernie Sanders saying that um, everybody has to get fifteen dollars an hour. When we come back, we're gonna talk to a guy who is working on a project uh, and it's pretty much finished, but it's uh, it's not as widespread yet. But at some point, the product that he's selling could uh, allow fast food restaurants to get hamburgers flipped. French fries dipped in oil and served for $3 an hour. And Bernie Sanders is going to, and still doing it, and even as we speak, he's out there right now somewhere 
uh, demanding $15 an hour for everybody. This guy has a way to do it for $3 an hour, and the stupidity of what the Democrats are pushing, especially Bernie Sanders, just is mind-boggling. You'll see what we mean when we come back. Stay where you are. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The coronavirus outbreak is now including new countries hit by the illness. The tally has edged towards 60 as Mexico, Belarus, Lithuania, New Zealand, Nigeria, Azerbaijan, Iceland, and the Netherlands are reporting their first cases. The U.S. Taliban peace deal, expected to be signed Saturday in Qatar, is meant to set the stage for a U.S. troop withdrawal and to usher in talks among Afghans on both sides of the conflict about their country's future. Stocks mostly lower after another wild day extending the route that has left Wall Street with its worst week since October 2008. The market did claw back much of its intraday losses in just the last 15 minutes of trading. The Dow did fall 357 points. The Nasdaq gained nearly a point today. This is SRN News. If your family depends on your income and something happened to you, what would happen to them? You need life insurance, and SelectQuote can help you get it at a price you can afford. SelectQuote found Jacob, 40, who's in excellent health, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $19 a month. Not in perfect health? Don't worry. SelectQuote found Tanya, 40, who has type 2 diabetes, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $32 a month. We shop companies like Protective, Prudential, American General, and others to find you the company with the best rates. Give your family the security they need at a price you can afford. For your free quote, call 1-800-880-7474. That's 1-800-880-7474. Or go to selectquote.com. That's 1-800-880-7474. Select quote. We shop, you save. Get full details on the example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your premium could vary depending on your health, issue, and company, and other factors. Not available in all states. She is listening all the time and getting smarter every day. When you want the conservative perspective on today's most pressing issues, Alexa has the answer. You just have to point her in the right direction by saying, Alexa, enable the Answer Pittsburgh skill. Now say, Alexa, play the Answer Pittsburgh to get your favorite conservative talk station without lifting a finger. Look, Ma, no hands. So, Alexa, what's your favorite station? That's easy. AM 1250, the answer. Has the hurt in your marriage become too much to bear? Focus on the family's Hope Restored Marriage Intensive can help. We work with you so you can have the thriving marriage you want. Find out how to receive your free consultation at HopeRestored.com. This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy & Hagerman. Writing an estate plan is one thing. Having the experience to administer the estate is something else. At Abernathy & Hagerman, estate administration isn't a side job. It's what we do. You have the same goals we all do, to protect your assets, to minimize taxes, and ensure your inheritance gets to the ones that you love. How you get there, that's specific to you. So let's talk. Hagerman Law, legal help that lasts a lifetime. Visit a-h.law. If you're thinking of replacing your carpets due to pet stains and odors, you must try Genesis 950. Thanks to Genesis 950, I can have guests in my home without the shame of pet stains and odors. Genesis 950 with water breaks down the bonds of stains and odors so they're gone for good. Its antibacterial component removes pet odors from carpet and padding. All pet owners should have Genesis 950 on hand. I can even use it in my carpet cleaning machine. And it's green, so it's safe for my family and pets. Before you purchase new carpets, you must try Genesis 950. It's made in America. One gallon of industrial strength Genesis 950 makes up to seven gallons of cleaner. But Genesis 950 is not just for pet stains. It's great for floors, bathrooms, kitchens, garages, oil and grease stains, wheels, tires, degreasing engines, and upholstery. It's available on Amazon. However, if you order a gallon direct at Genesis950.com, you'll receive a free spray bottle and discount using code SALEM. That's Genesis950.com. Genesis950.com. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. WPGP, Pittsburgh. A division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or radio.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Parkway West, back up inbound, Robinson Town Center, 
down to 60. Also Carnegie to the Fort Pitt Tunnel and the outbound side. Heavy Parkway Center Drive to Carnegie. Parkway eased. Heavy delays outbound. Second Avenue to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. Volume looking pretty typical on the inbound side. Got a crash in Lincoln area. Lincoln Boulevard at Bell Bridge Road. Outbound 28 slows down. Veterans Bridge to 40th Street. Butler Street to the Highland Park Bridge. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250. The answer. Weather. Partly to mostly cloudy with some flurries for tonight, low 18. A snow shower to start Saturday, otherwise cloudy and breezy, high 32. Saturday night, partial clouds, low 20. Cloudy and milder on Sunday, high 50. Monday, cloudy with occasional rain with a high 51. And for Tuesday, high 55. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Andy Robb. You're listening to the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250. The answer. Well, even as we speak, as I said a minute ago, you, you can be sure that uh, Bernie Sanders, who has never run a business or a, a popsicle stand for that matter, is out there uh, demanding that the government make employers pay everybody at least $15 an hour. A uh, 40-hour week, that would mean $30,000 a year to pay somebody to flip hamburgers. Well, nobody's going to pay that unless the government forces them to. Uh, Bernie needs to meet Flippy. He's a robot. He flips burgers. Buck Gordon is the chief executive of Miso. I hope I have that uh, pronunciation right. I'll ask Buck. Uh, Miso Robotics out in Pasadena, California. And he joins us now. Buck, thanks for being here. Hey, thanks for having me on the show, John. Is it Miso? It's Miso Robotics and Buck Jordan. Oh, oh, what did I say? Gordon. Jordan. Okay. Sorry you're, about that. You're all good. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Buck. So I got it half right. Um, so who is Flippy and what can he do for me? Yeah. So Flippy's a commercial robotic assistant. Um, goes into kitchens and does what is typically the dull, dirty, and dangerous task that people don't seem to want to do these days. And that is specifically um, deep frying. You know, I, I couldn't think of a worse job than standing in front of a boiling vat of oil for an entire shift and deep frying and working the grill. Um Tomorrow, maybe something else. And whose idea was it? Where did this come from? Uh, so, so we started by myself and my partner, John Miller. So John Miller uh, runs a burger joint. He knows more about flipping burgers than uh, I'll ever know, um, although I'm catching up to him quickly. <laughs> um, and, you know, started in 2016, really because, like, the labor problem was a massive, a massive issue. You know, um, you know it, it started with a question, like, hey, is labor a problem for you in your restaurants? He said, he kind of rolled his eyes, and he said, it's 35% of my top line. It's my biggest problem. But not only that, um, these millennials quit after after nine months. So I have to retrain them so quality suffers. And then, God forbid, uh, E. coli happens. My entire business becomes Chipotle. So this is a problem. Uh, can you solve it? <laughs> yeah. And and so um, can you just describe, uh, mm-hmm. does this uh, Flippy need his own workspace? Uh, mm-hmm. or the, I, the pictures I saw in the piece, uh, I saw this in the L.A. Times, um, Looks like the, the the robot is actually standing in the same spot where a human would stand near the grill where they flip the hamburgers. Yeah, that's right. So so today's version it, it's a, it's a cart based system. It, it's it's in place in front of the workstation and it works the workstation. But you can move it out of the way. Um, the system we're doing now is an overhead rail system. So the um, sort of like you might see on a factory floor, it's a robotic arm hanging upside down that can slide over do the grill and then slide over the other, the other area and do the deep fryer. And and, um, um, and go ahead. Sorry. And it, and and it is made to work with with humans. It's, it's a collaborative environment. So um, you know, there's a lot of things that robots can do great, but like some things that humans are just always going to be able to do better. Well, could, could a could a future McDonald's or um, uh, any other burger joint, a Wendy's, could it uh, eventually have four flippies standing there at the grill and doing all the work, uh, doing the fries, doing everything? Yeah, you know, I mean, I mean, that's an interesting question. Like, what's the future, right? You know, uh, I, I think over the next five years, it's going to be companies like Miso Robotics coming in and automating spot tasks or spot workstations, like taking over the fryer. Um, but I think in the five-year-plus time frame, it's going to be more like a fully autonomous kitchen that's 25% the size um, of a typical kitchen. And, and um, I mean, how, how many people does uh, Flippy um, replace? You know, it, it, it's, uh, it's every brand and in, in restaurants its own unique snowflake. Um, I, I would say that typically we we um, will automate uh, like you know two and a half to four to five hours uh, a day. Um, but but really, like you know, most of our customers are less concerned about their really pretty atrocious unit economics because running a restaurant is harder than starting a startup. 
Um, you know, but, uh, but they're more concerned about just having full shifts. Like people are not signing up for these jobs anymore. Um, you know, I, I made pizza when I was 14, but I bet, I bet my kid isn't going to do that. You know, like people don't want to sign up for these, um, quick serve restaurant jobs anymore. And, um, most of our customers are, are going short, short staffed on shifts. But the, the people who are working there, um, in many cases are out there demanding $15 an hour or Bernie Sanders or people like him are demanding it for them. Um, and is that even realistic? Uh, I mean, not maybe right now you can make it have a discussion about it, but when uh, items like Flippy show up uh, in large numbers, uh, $15 an hour, what, what's it going to cost somebody to uh, per hour to have Flippy flipping burgers? I mean, not much, you know. I mean, I mean, we charge, uh, you know, $1,000, $2,000 a month, um, and, it, and it works all day. It doesn't, doesn't, doesn't show up late. It doesn't quit. Uh, doesn't have any, you don't have any issues. And, you know, I, and I think that like the, the return on investment for these quick serve restaurants is just going to get higher with every, every minute you, you increase the minimum wage. Like the, the reason for going automation is going to be stronger. It's mean, so, sort of natural economic. So, um, how does the, how does Flippy uh, know when to flip the burger? Uh, and you know, when, when it's done on one side, it needs to be flipped to the other. Is it all based on the, the exact same time for every burger? Does the, does the, does he have eyes to look at the burger and, and the camera records some kind of a um, something and, and that tells the robot to turn the turn the burger over? Yeah, well, so, so you know, Flippy or Mixer Robotics, really, for Flippy, is a combination of computer vision, artificial intelligence, and robotics. And so mm-hmm. maybe, like, using a steak analogy is a little bit better. So let's say you order a medium-rare plus, and then I order a well-done steak. Mm-hmm. You know, Flippy needs to know. You know, Flippy needs to look at the steak size, how thick that steak is. Needs to, needs to look at the spot with, on the grill where it's going to put the steak. Know how hot that spot is, and then you know it's a math problem to get to your median or plus. And then it also needs to know that well, okay, you and I are the same ticket, and so you got to put Buck's steak on first, and a minute and a half later you got to put yours on, and so they both come off together for the maximum freshness. So there's a lot of intelligence happening. Um, behind decision making, but but Flippy can can decide that when to flip a steak that's supposed to be medium rare and when to when to when to lift it off the grill when it when it's done, uh, and and can differentiate between that and one that's supposed to be rare or well done. Absolutely, a but, perfect steak. Wow, the hot, but how does it how does the this how does it work? I mean, I'm, I, it's astounding to me that, that a machine that is it actually uh, does it does it pick up by, by the camera what the what the piece of meat looks like and then then make the decision to take it off the grill, flip it, or whatever. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, great question, right? You know, if, if everyone is, is always talking about cooking as an art, you know, but it's actually a formula. It's like more like a science, and so if if your if your steak is an inch and a half thick. I know that I need to apply X number of heat, X amount of heat to it to get, to get it to that medium rare temperature. And so, so it's really money running a math equation. If you know how hot the grill is and you know how thick the piece of meat is, you can, you can dial it to an exact science, how well done it is. Amazing. No. Um, go ahead. No, I mean, so thermal cameras and, you know, high quality computer vision is what, what we use. And they also, though, uh, Flippy can also work the work the uh, as you said. Nobody wants to stand in front of that hot oil and and uh, work the fries. But uh, Flippy knows when to when to take the the fries out. What if I what if I go in and say make my fries extra crispy? Yeah, I mean Flippy can do that, and you know, but not only that. Like I mean, you know, let's say you know it it can it can change the way it cooks. Uh, to make that ex- extra crispy based on the changing temperature of the oil. Because if the oil is not 450, but it's 400 for some reason, you don't know that, boom, I, have, I need to cook it another 15 seconds longer to get the standard that you want it. And if I uh, own a fast food franchise, do I buy Flippy or do I lease them? Well, so, you know, today there's an upfront cost and a monthly, you know, subscription service. Um, tomorrow, it's more like end of the next year. Um, you know, we hope to be able to give them away for free and discharge staff, sort of like robots as a service. You, so you, so if I own a McDonald's franchise, I bring a Flippy in, and I don't pay anything except the monthly fee. I don't pay anything up front. Uh, well, so yeah, I mean, today you would pay something up front, yeah, know, we'll, but in the future, year, yeah. we're trying to get it yeah, in the future. It's just going to be yeah, pop it in an instant, um, you know, change to your bottom line. And how long would it take me to? Um, Adapt Flippy to my specific restaurant, 
and get get. I mean, you're still going to have humans working there, and they got to get along with the with the robot. How do how do how long does it take to to train people to know how to? Well, I guess number one, get out of the robot's way when you have to. Yeah, you know, I mean, I mean you know, everything Slippy does is, is superhuman centric. Um, there's no no buttons, no um, very little training involved. You know, less than an hour, I can make someone work work uh, work with Slippy. And, and, and in fact, uh, some of our stores are saying that the, the deep fryer is now a entry level job. Wow. Now, uh, how much of of prices for robots like this dropped? And so to make them as affordable as you seem to be saying they are. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, this is the revolution, you know. So, so in 2015, 2016, these uh, human-sized robotic arms, you know, would have cost a hundred thousand dollars, give or take, right? Um, you know, this year we've got, um, you know, I've, I have three six to ten thousand dollar robotic arms sitting in my lab. You know, a lot of them are from Shenzhen, some of them are from the U.S. Um, so the prices just dropping like through the floor, sort of like semiconductor chip prices have dropped in the past. You combine that with, um, you know, high-quality computer vision. Um, you know, so Intel RealSense camera, you can buy that for 200 bucks, and you can tell the difference between an apple and an orange and a pear and volumetric data so you can grab it. So now <laughs> automating our lives and our world is a software problem, not a hardware problem. Uh, and this, uh, and we're talking to Buck Jordan. He's the chief executive of Miso Robotics. Uh, the story about, um, about Flippy is at the L.A. Times. That's where I saw it, and I had to get him on to talk because – I think this is very topical because we are in an election year. We have uh, Democrats like Bernie Sanders out there saying they want fifteen dollars an hour for uh, to uh, he, he he wants people who are doing what this robot can do to be paid fifteen dollars an hour. And you're saying that uh, the cost for a robot is about three dollars an hour. Why am I going to hire some kid who might who first of all is going to work there for nine months and then quit? Uh, or not show up for work. Why am I going to pay him fifteen bucks an hour? Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, you 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 pay the the kid for for the stuff the robot can't do, which is you know get in front of customers, provide customer service, you know, do things you know that are high dex- dexterity with their fingers, you know, like um, that's what you pay him for. But um, you, you know, I, I don't. I think the days are are coming to an end where you've got a kid who needs to stand in front of a boiling vat of oil for four or five hours at a time, or or sweat in front of a grill. Now, do you think uh, it, it might be a good idea for someone like Bernie Sanders or uh, any of these other people who are out there thinking that all you have to do is just snap your fingers and make employers pay people $15 an hour, even if they're only worth 8 uh, Do you think it would be a good idea for them to pay a visit to your uh, shop to see what uh, Flippy can do for 3 bucks an hour? Before and, and maybe that they, you know, redirect their energy to to make the telling kids that, uh, it, you know, getting a job at a fast food restaurant used to be a good idea, but it might not be for very long. And you know, do, do these people are these people aware of it? I guess is a long it's a long way of asking that question. Well, they they, they must be aware of it because it's, it's, it's uh, probably the hottest topic in the industry. Um, you know, I, I mean, and just just to put a hammer at home, you know, we are not able to sell um, robots overseas with this low-wage low wage work, you know, because there's a natural break-even point that needs to be made for value created. No, say that again. You, you, you can't sell them overseas? Oh, no, I, I, I certainly could, but nobody would buy it because labor is so cheap over there. Oh, I see what you're saying. Um, okay. And, uh, and, but here, so, again, you just uh, pointed it out again with your answer that uh, the more you think that you're going to raise the minimum wage for jobs like this, the better chance that the person's going to be replaced by the machines that are, you know, on the assembly line right now. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, that's, that's the natural outcome of, of uh, raising, raising the minimum wage for sure. Now, uh, you mentioned the, the, the employ- unemployment numbers, um, uh, you know, the, the, the difficulty in these people finding kids to work, people to work in these places. Uh, you know, we keep hearing that it's the best uh, unemployment numbers we've had maybe ever. Um, and I see help wanted signs everywhere. Uh, these unemployment numbers make it hard for fast uh, food joints to find people to work. And uh, and you mentioned the huge turnover every year. It, it's it's terrible to, to, to get the kid hired and then get him to stay there. Well, I mean, it, it, it's almost impossible that quick-serve restaurants are going to be able to survive into the future. You know, so today, they are, they're already short-staffed and often going, you know, minus one or two people. 
um, in a shift, you know, but um, over the next 10 years, there's going to be a decrease in the workforce for quick serve restaurants by about 1.3 million people. Uh, at the same time, the demand for quick serve restaurants is going to go up by 1.6 million people. So it's a bad, it's a crisis today. It's, it's completely, a, it's a chasm tomorrow. And the only way quick serve restaurants are ever going to survive is if they automate. They just, it's simple math. There's not enough hands to do the work. Last thing about this, you know, we've talked about fast food, um, and that's that, that seems pretty obvious. I mean, it's a, a, the robot is in there flipping burgers. But what about in a upscale restaurant replacing chefs and, you know, higher, high-end cooks, chefs? Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, this is sort of an exciting Jetson future that, you know, could one day happen, um, you know, because, like, so if, if you look at why the quality and the, and the ingredient list of quick serve restaurants are what they are, it's because they're, they're prepared by like, you know, not, uh, not Gordon Ramsay, for instance, right? It's prepared yeah. by like a, a, a low skilled worker, right? Entry level worker. Of course um, you, you know, but, but once you go ahead, but, sorry. No, but, but once, once you start putting one of these robotic arms in, in the kitchen, you can all of a sudden start upping your game and having like, you know, a much higher level of, of uh, customization for you. Uh, and also a much higher level of uh, quality and, and, and like a uh, skill applied to making your burger. What about is McDonald's? Yeah. yeah. What about and, putting one in my own kitchen? Huh? Well, I would love to do that. Give me about five years. <laughs> okay. Hey, hey, Buck, I'm, I'm out of time. I really appreciate you doing this. Hope to have you on again as this thing uh, moves along. Miso Robotics. Check the story out at uh, LA Times. And uh, thanks for coming on, Buck. Great. Have a great one. Thank you for having me. Okay, that's Buck Jordan, Miso Robotics. And here's, uh, see how, are we going to do it? Okay. See how stupid Bernie Sanders sounds after listening to what uh, we just heard. I think that if you work 40 hours a week, you have a right not to be living in poverty. That's right. Today, we send a very loud and clear message to the United States Congress to the President of the United States and to corporate America. And that is all of our workers from coast to coast need at least 15 bucks an hour. (laughs) What we are saying loudly and clearly is $7.25 an hour, the current federal minimum wage is a starvation wage. It's got to be raised to a living wage. That's right. Yay. How about $3 an hour, Bernie? We'll be right back. have a major problem here in Pennsylvania, very much like other addictions plaguing our communities. The threat is unregulated gambling on illegal slot machines, camouflaged as skill games. They're popping up everywhere at gas pumps, pizza parlors, and your local convenience store. State police describe these places as breeding grounds for loan sharking and money laundering. If you object to your community becoming a mini Las Vegas, make your voice heard. Call 1-888-472-4418. Report those places that are enticing our kids into gambling, disguised as entertainment. It's an activity that siphons money away from the Pennsylvania Lottery, whose proceeds go to supporting seniors in our state. Please phone now. This is serious. That number again is one 472 Paid for by Pennsylvanians Against Illegal Gambling. Executive Board Member Peter Shelley. It's time to stand with Israel. Sebastian Gorka here inviting you to register for a life-changing trip to Israel December 2nd to 11th. Join me, my friend Mike Lindell, and hundreds of patriots on the Stand with Israel tour, a journey to the Holy Land to get first-hand insights into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. Register today at sebgorka.com. On the Stand with Israel tour, history, culture, and faith will converge right before your eyes in a truly remarkable country. I'll take you behind the scenes to explore over four 
40 iconic sites during an all-inclusive 10-day tour this December. We'll pray at the ancient Western Wall, sail the picturesque Sea of Galilee, float on the Dead Sea, explore modern Tel Aviv, and much more. Best of all, we'll be together with like-minded supporters of the nation of Israel. Reserve your spot today and travel with me on the Stand with Israel tour. Visit sebgorka.com and click on the Israel banner. That's sebgorka.com, S-E-B-G-O-R-K-A.com. Are you hiring? Do you know where to post your job to find the best candidates? Posting your job in one place isn't enough to find quality candidates. If you want to find the perfect hire, you need to post your job on all the top job sites. And now you can. With ZipRecruiter.com, you can post your job to 100-plus job sites, including social media networks like Facebook and Twitter, all with a single click. Find candidates in any city or industry nationwide. Just post once and watch your qualified candidates roll in to ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface. No juggling emails or calls to your office. Quickly screen candidates, rate them, and hire the right person fast. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by over 400,000 businesses. And right now, listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash America. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash America. One more time. To try it for free, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash America. Hi, this is Rhett Rasmussen of BestHotGrill.com. We make the Solaire Infrared Grills, those amazing gas grills that heat up to over 1,000 degrees in just three minutes to provide professional chef quality performance in your own backyard. Now, you won't find them in the big box stores. Solaire is sold only by the finest specialty retailers who recognize Solaire as the only real hot, fast grill. If you live in an area without a Solaire dealer, Solaire has the demo program where you can try a mini version of a full-size grill in your own backyard, grilling the foods you love. It's made with the same design, materials, components, and performance of the big Solaires, but in a size Solaire can easily ship to you. Try before you buy so you'll know firsthand why Solaire is the last grill you'll ever purchase. Learn more about the demo program and these fantastic USA-made grills at BestHotGrill.com. That's BestHotGrill.com. BestHotGrill.com. This is the John Stacker Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. Uh, a little over a minute left in this week. Uh, a little quick sports note here. Uh, the Pirates... <laughs> Lost again in spring training today. I think that makes him 0-7. 0-6 or 0-7. It's going to be a long year of misery, which it's been for the Pirates uh, for, I don't know, what, 27 of the last 30 years, something like that, uh, 25 of the last 30. And it'll be that again. And yesterday they lost 13 to nothing, and their bench coach, Don Kelly, said, well, you know, this is a time when the pitchers uh, are, are uh, ahead of the hitters. It doesn't explain the... The Red Sox hitters getting 13 runs and the Pirates giving up 13. It makes no sense at all. Anyway, I, I still do sports. You can check my column at triblive.com. Do that. And then on Sunday nights at 1135, you can see me with Albie Oxenrider and the guys on The Final Word. I'll see you Sunday night. Thanks to Aaron Burr. Another good week of producing. And I'll talk to you guys on Monday. The John Steigerwald Show is a production of AM 1250, The Answer, and Salem Media Group.